Greetings, D&D players, enthusiasts, and observers alike, and welcome back to Chronicles of Kriath. My name is Emma, and I will be your DM today and every day that this wonderful campaign exists. Now, without further ado, let's go back to our lovely players and let everyone reintroduce themselves. So, as per usual, we're going to go around the virtual table to my right, and Rosie, we shall start you. God damn it. Okay. Hi, I'm Rosie, and I'm playing Elon, a uh, uh, half-elf from the city of Kriath. Pretty boy and Captain of the Guard and all that. I've forgotten. It's been a minute for me. This is a very long week. I suppose, uh, yeah, I'm ready and not ready, because now things are going to start getting crappy again in this story. So, um, I'm just here. Hi, I'm Rosie. <laughs> Hello, hello. And hopefully they won't start getting crappy, but <laughs> there are definitely some things happening. <laughs> what other words am I going to use? I don't, I don't you, you know. I don't so. know. Intense? Yeah. Yeah. Mega fucked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is That is also an option. But speaking of which, Chia, why don't you introduce yourself? Yes, of course. Hello, everyone. I'm Gia. I am here playing Chatwin Darcy, half-elven sorcerer from the Andrews Isle. Um, and like I said, um, things were fine for a while, but I guess it's gonna get mega fucked again. Well, we'll see. You haven't made it back yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Let's go to a character that's a bit more optimistic than Chatwin, shall we? Tyler, why don't you introduce Carolyn for us? Hello, friends! Hi, I'm Tyler. I'm playing Carolyn, who apparently is the de facto, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. But de facto ray of sunshine for the group right now. And, you know, he has yet to experience the trauma TM of this particular group but all things considered trouble seems to find its way towards this group so i'm sure that he will be very well tested on whether or not he will be able to kind of uh maintain his more optimistic and gung-ho attitude in the face of all the adversity that they are going to be coming up against apparently so he has a lot to look forward to well he definitely did a good job of keeping that optimistic attitude when uh they met a god which was pretty cool but uh last but certainly not least let's uh bring it all back around with our lovely dad of the party jeremy why don't you introduce damien hi everyone i'm jeremy my throat's a little bit sore so let's see how the damien thing goes all right and i'm damien and um i'm just trying to keep everybody together and help out how i can and apparently, I gotta start getting real fucking angry. So we'll see how that goes. We shall see how that goes, indeed. The calm dad turning into the angry dad is not necessarily the best... <laughs> uh, not necessarily the best solution, but it will definitely be interesting to see how it changes things. But with all of our characters introduced, let's head into our recap for this evening. So last we left off, our uh, band of adventurers went to the town of, or the city of Sea Reach to, as I said, speak to the demon Odirian, who is now working with Damien and supporting him by giving him power. They 
ended up arriving in the city using their aliases to get rooms and then exploring a little bit in order to find a place to meet with Odirian. There he dropped quite a few bombshells, like the gods are all gearing up for war, as they'd feared, and uh, it's their job to locate a missing demon that could be essential to Odirian's part of the war, which is Marinian, the demon of anarchy and rebellion. He also stated that he also touched on everyone's concerns regarding a uh, possible plague issue and that there may be a solution laying in the heart of the desert for that issue, which definitely doesn't describe too much, but it gives them a starting point. And then once he disappeared, Chatwin heard the voice of her arch arch nemesis, Donovan Thane, basically stating that some sort of exchange had been made and he was no longer interested in pursuing her and her family, which begs the question, is her family okay? And that's where we pick up as uh, everyone scrambles out of this warehouse that had been the meeting point between the party and Odirian. Panic freshen quite a few people's eyes. Where is everyone headed at this point? Yeah, what did I say last time? <laughs> I, I want to say we were going to contact um, Gia's grandfather. Mm-hmm. I, I remember the plan was like... I, I can't remember if it was Chatwin who said it, but one of us was like, hey, let's go find a cleric. Let's split up into teams. Go find a cleric. Get them to send a message to Doran Andrus, uh, Chatwin's grandfather, and just see what's up. Um, I can't remember who the teams were, though. I think it was Chatwin and Carowin, right? And then Elon. Was it three teams or just two? It was two. It was two. Okay. But yeah, I do believe that was we ended it with Chatwin being like, hey, let's split up find a cleric, send a message. Oh yeah, because I like cast a spell or something so they knew what, um, so they had a fresh memory of um, the grandfather so they could send the sending spell to him. Yes. And then we split up. I believe that's all it was. So, yes. Okay, yeah, I think it was Chatwin and Carowin and then Elon and Damien. Correct. Yeah, because one of, it was like Elon, I think, spent a lot of time with Chatwin's family over the last month, so had a pretty fresh image. And of course, it's Chatwin's grandfather, so she has a fresh image. So one person per team that has a really clear image of the person we're trying to send to. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. So as you split off into your two teams and make your way into the city of Sea Reach, hoping to find a cleric somewhere, let me roll to see who's starting here we'll use the fancy d4 gia odds or evens odds all right so that means elon and damien get evens that's a two so we'll start with elon and damien what direction are you guys heading in coming out of this warehouse oh what direction is the inn the inn you guys entered from a small alley to the right the inn would be further south on the road Whereas the coast would be further north from where you guys are. Damien, you want to go north? Yeah, that sounds fair. We're going to go north then. Alrighty. Go ahead and make me an investigation check. Both of us or one of us? I'm going to say one of you makes the check for the pair. 
So decide who wants to make the roll, and you can give the help action if you would like. Um, Damien, do you have any pluses in investigation? Because I don't. I'm looking right now. I do. I'm actually very good at it. You roll. With advantage? I'm helping, so. So, yes. <laughs> that will be a 21. <gasps> 21. Okay. Damien's pretty good at these checks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has <is> high wisdom. <laughs> so, as you guys start out, Damien, you remember having seen a temple in the distance at one point as you guys were walking. You never really knew who it was dedicated to, but you knew it was dedicated to someone. And with that knowledge, you wandered further and further north. But keeping to that main road that you had started on, you managed to find a temple to the goddess Angunda, who is the goddess of war and peace. But you step inside and you would be greeted with a barrage of red and gold tapestries adorning the walls, sort of a bright splotch of color behind a variety of weapons, armor, shields uh, lining the walls. Oh, that's right up my alley. Mm-hmm. And they are of exquisite quality, though you don't necessarily know how functional they would be in battle. But two clerics would be, not necessarily clerics, they don't really look like, but they look like alkalites are keeping watch at the door in armor that is definitely not as ornate as what is hanging on the walls. But they look up and one goes, um, hello, how can we help you? Do you have business for the goddess? See, Elon will kind of step up and it's just like, hi, we're, we're in need of someone who can hopefully send a message across a great distance and they kind of look at each other for what purpose you see we just traveled across uh, about a day's distance from here and one of our party members they um got a disturbing message i guess a, a spell that they can hear someone's voice no matter the distance and we're now worried for the concern and well-being of her family but we've we've already been hired for a mission, and if we we can't necessarily, I guess, abandon that. So we're looking for someone who can also use the same spell, who can connect to the family, and just give us word back that they're okay. They nod. The one goes, Cleric Dorner is on duty today. Let me see if he knows. We're, we're willing to pay whatever we need to. Will, I am... Um... We'll discuss the cost with him. Uh, it usually depends on the distance, but that's if he has the spell. Some days he comes prepared with it, others he doesn't. Give me just a moment. I'll, I'll go check. Thank you. And the one goes darting off down a hallway to the right that you honestly didn't see because it was hidden behind a tapestry that he just ducked through. Damon's going to look at the other one and be like, "Ma, I ask you a question while we wait? Sure. Well, I'd like to know who crafted all of this exquisite equipment. I, I'm a blacksmith by trade, so I, I I can appreciate a good looking set of armor. Probably not quite functional, but still good looking regardless. Well, um, we have a variety of um, of smiths that we commission 
that make tributes to the goddess on on a regular basis. So even beginner smiths are welcome to bring their offerings. And they don't necessarily get hung in the main temple hall. These are our finer works that we display on the way in. But everything is kept and everything is displayed in some manner. DM, question for you. Would I have any like equip like weapons or something that I wouldn't have sold? Make me a straight D20 roll. Alright. He's trying to seduce another god. <laughs> oh my god. Fifteen. Fifteen? Well, you do happen to remember a very rowdy bunch of rogues whose asses you kicked, who never came to pick up their daggers. I took the daggers to them in the bar. Oh, that's right, you did. <laughs> you did. Aside from that, you would have only ever had one person not come and pick up their commission, which was a which was a hand axe that you'd made for someone to pass on to they had said that their son was interested in taking up fighting, so they wanted something small and versatile for them. Can I roll a crafting check for quality? Yeah. Let's see what quality this axe is. That's a 29. This is an exquisite piece. It's really a shame that uh, this this father never came back to pick up the axe for his son. Yeah, he's going to look at the guy and be like, um, well, how, how would I go about making an offering? Should I do it to the priest who's coming to see us? Um, yeah, the the clerics can, can take it and they would be able to properly bless it before um, displaying it in the halls of Angunda. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you. Of course. And with that, the uh, tapestry sort of flies back again. And you would see this older man who almost looks to be in like his 70s or 80s. His hair is um, snow white. And while, while the small tufts that are still on his head are a bit tussled and uh, out of control... He has a long white beard that he has that he is very expertly braided and secured with some beard rings that match the um, ornateness of the armor that he comes out in. It's strange to see someone dressed for battle in a place as peaceful and uh, calming as this, but he steps out and states, I've been told that I'm to be sending a message to someone. Yes, that would be us. So I do have that spell prepared today. Wonderful. Who am I sending it to? Uh, name and description is helpful. And what is the message? Elon takes a moment, side glances to Damien, because um, at this point, I think Elon's going to kind of realize, remember, oh yeah, we're wanted criminals. But what was his name? Uh, Donovan? Not Donovan, that's Donovan Dave. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> How dare! No, no it's it is very similar. Dot is similar. Donovan and Doran. Doran is my grandfather. Doran Andrus. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to just very politely, like, fold my hands. His name is Doran Andrus. All right. And what does he look like? I need to be able to picture him in my head in order to send the message. I give the description that I basically had told to chat one. I don't know if I, since that was a really good role, if you want me to roll again or not. No, that's okay. You can keep the. It was you really can keep high. The role. Yeah, I'll I'll let you keep the role from last time, but you're able to describe him pretty well. But 
the cleric kind of nods and explains that you have 25 words. Oh, fuck. I gotta do this. For him to be able to send. Okay. And it is a five gold donation for the spell. I will give him the five gold. Oh, boy. Okay, I'll give him five gold because that's not a problem. And Christ, I'm gonna... God, I don't want to do this on a podcast. This is why I chose a fighter. Um... (laughs) Damien is going to say... He's like, oh, the message we want to send is going to be, Sir, your granddaughter requests you to update her on the status of you and your family. At the, uh, I would say at the very end of that, your enemies have found, ha- has contacted her. That should be under 25. Okay. Yeah, I think that's under 25. And he nods. And you see he... He pulls an equally ornate in comparison to his armor. Uh, He wears very similar armor to what's displayed in this front room. And you see even with him wearing it, Damien, it doesn't look very like it would be very functional in battle. But uh, as he uh, pulls the staff from his belt and it glows with this radiant energy, you see his eyes glaze over in golden light. And his his mouth is moving, but the words aren't being spoken to you. It's very clear that they're traveling across distance to be heard by someone else. And you see his lips stop, but the glow does not fade in his eyes as it appears he's listening for a response. And you see his brow furrow a bit. Is is there something the matter, sir? And as the the golden light fades from his eyes, um, no, nothing's the matter. I I may have been cussed out for having the wrong image. I <laughs> he kind of chuckles and he goes, "I'm I don't know if I spoke to Dorn Andres or not, but if I did, he has a very fiery temper, and he doesn't like other people in his head. But he's alive." So you can at least... Do do you think you could somewhat imitate the message that you received? And maybe it it is him. (laughs) Sorry, we called the wrong number. (laughs) (laughs) Just like this, this priest is just going to like all of a sudden just start talking in like another language that's not even Elvin or anything. And... Uh, we've we just we've upset some various very dangerous people or something. Well, the exact um the exact message that I received back was, "You don't sound familiar. Get out of my head." Well, that's a letdown. I definitely censored it quite a bit, but that was the message. That actually is probably something he would say. They're kind of in hiding from a terrifying monster of a person. I see. Lots of abuse. Oh, well, I wish him the best of luck. And hopefully at least knowing he's alive brings you some comfort. (sighs) Thank you, sir. Because there were no like secret key words that Chatwin gave us to give him. No, not really. I don't think so. No, there weren't any. 
but it would make sense for him as well. So I think maybe this priest just messed up. So uh, I don't think he messed up. I think he probably got the message across. But but think about it. Chatwin's grandfather's like, I don't recognize your voice. You are not somebody who should be messaging me. F off. Yeah. Okay. Elon's going to salute the priest and thank him for his time. Hand over to five gold. And he'll accept it. Uh, Damien's going to go, uh, might I also make a, an offering? I saw y'all's displays. Oh, of course. We're always happy to accept offerings for the goddess. He's like, it's a little shoddy, but um, I was making it for some kid who whose father wanted to buy him an axe so he could, I don't know, go adventure in or something. And he's going to hand him the axe. And you'll see him take the axe in his hand and... He takes a moment to admire the craftsmanship and goes, this is an exquisite weapon. Uh, it, it's just a hand axe. And it will serve very well in our holes. You have our thanks. You're welcome. Uh, I had no other use for it, so I'm glad I stumbled across your little uh, displays. Of course. Well, you're always welcome to come back by and admire them again. I might do that probably much later. We have some things we have to attend to. Of course. Well, you have a wonderful day. You as well. And uh, may the goddess bless you. And wait, 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 wait. I gotta remember what was what's my deity's name again? Odirian or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh he's gonna go and Odirian bless you. And you see his eyes kind of he stops, looks you up and down for a second, and like you see he starts to say something, stops, and goes, Thank you. And then continues back into the Elon <laughs> <laughs> is just going to sit here going going like because I, I like Elon has been taught about the gods but Elon's going to be like oh they're gonna oh that's gonna sound really bad he's gonna grab Damien's arm we need to go make a religion check for me real quick uh Elon okay <laughs> I rolled really high at least um Where's my religion? It's a plus zero, so I got a 17. Okay. You didn't necessarily get super into all of the gods in your studies, but what you do remember is that, especially among, like, a lot of the holy circles, even in, like, especially in Kriath, but you're guessing that uh, none of it's really changed around here. Is that basically the equivalent of I hate you because it's a demon of hatred? (laughs) Not necessarily that. You're guessing that a lot of the um, priests and priestesses of the main pantheon, they're of the belief that the main pantheon are the only gods that are worthy of worship. Okay. They they sort of take on this mindset that the angels and the demons aren't really gods. So, So they hold no merit in religious circles. Which is why he would be so flabbergasted by someone saying that he should be blessed by a demon. Basically, it just looks like Damien is a paganist, kind of, right? Yeah, it's like it's like a hardcore Christian. Yeah, yeah. Meeting, yeah. <laughs> meeting a very pagan person and being like, oh, it's you. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely didn't. Elon definitely grabs Damien and it's just like, we gotta go. We gotta go. Once we get like back, it's just like, you cannot do that to some of the priests. Okay. Why? He, he wanted his goddess to bless me and I wanted Odirian to bless him. 
easy way to describe this, okay? What is Odirian the demon of? Getting really fucking angry? Basically, yes. Yeah? And also, you know, just the word demon is a little bit, um, a lot of people, you know, see it as a, uh, not necessarily evil, but, you know, not a good thing either. So. I mean, but he's he seems like a pretty all right guy. Damien, um, we're lucky that we get to talk to the gods. Oh, I've spoken to a few. Yeah, but I'm sure those men in there have never talked to him and care not to talk to him. They're kind of set in their ways, if you get my drift. Are you trying to politely say that they're bigoted? Just a bit. Got it. All right. uh, I'll say it this way. They got a little Kreath in them. I don't understand. Oh, I, I, all right. I get it now. There you go. Okay. All right. I pat his shoulder. Let's try to meet up and inform them of our bad news. Hopefully they got luckier on their end. Yeah, let's hope so. And with that, we cut back to Chatwin and Carolyn, who I'm assuming went south out of the... Yeah, opposite direction of where Elon and Damien were going just to kind of cover more ground. I think I... Uh, approach Carolyn and just go uh, not to be rude or anything can I like get on again can is that okay <laughs> certainly okay great here hold on okay. and he just kind of like lowers his lower half to make it easier for her to kind of mount up okay that's much appreciated I scramble on <laughs> now where are we going exactly I have no problem taking us there but I just need your directions fuck if I know forward for now let's find a tavern I have an idea <laughs> okay how fast uh fucking fast <laughs> Hold on tightly. And with that, (laughs) he legit just like rears up the whole half. So she's like almost parallel at this point. (laughs) And with a mighty slam of his hooves, just barrels out of this place, kind of darting through these, like, (laughs) I guess these little alleyways here with surprising uh, litheness and, you know, just starts barreling out into the main area of where they were. Okay. You know, these are pretty. This this area was pretty recluse, secluded, so not really a lot of people. So he doesn't worry. But once he starts hearing the sound of like people and like seeing more activity, he begins to slow down his pace until they kind of get to this end of an alleyway where we're still, I guess, kind of in the somewhat in the shadows, but not fully out in the open. um, You know, and kind of just like slowly comes to a, a more reasonable pace before slowly creeping out into the open where there are more people around to kind of get back to their uh, tavern and navigate through the throngs of people. As we're riding through, I'm basically trying to find the shadiest looking tavern, gambling den, a place where it looks like a bunch of scumbags and like low lives and like criminal kind of people would hang out. Okay, so I'm going to need each of you to make a check here. Carolyn, uh, as you're... As you're moving along, the streets wouldn't be entirely empty. They're just quieter on this part of town. So I'm going to need you to make an acrobatics or (laughs) athletics to make sure that you don't trample anybody. That is a 24. You're, You're pretty good at dodging. There's not too many people in this area but you you very decently dodge the small crowds as they come along yay 
Chatwin, make me an investigation check. Uh, that is 15 on the die. Let me pull up, uh, <laughs> for some reason I didn't have Chatwin's character sheet in front of me. Um, I know I have insane investigation. Oh yeah, plus eight. So that is 23 investigation. Fantastic. So you're looking for a little bit and at first you're like, why am I not seeing any taverns? And then after a moment it clicks and you realize that none of the seedy taverns are going to be marked Mm. in the way that normal taverns are. So you start looking for any sort of uh, suspicious sign. And it's at first it's difficult with Carowin going so fast. But for a moment, he does slow down to um, clear a bit of a bigger crowd that's taking up more of the street without trampling anybody. And in that moment, you see a symbol carved into a door that, though you're not necessarily familiar with what exactly it means, you're pretty sure that nothing screams seedy tavern more than it just being marked with a single symbol on the door. Okay, great. Um, I clamber off of Carolyn and just kind of really hastily over my shoulder. Wait here, I'll just kick down the door or something if you hear fighting. I don't know if they're going to try to kill me or not. We'll see. And I just go and I just bust open the door. <laughs> I'm just bursting inside. Okay. Carolyn just places his hands on his hips and gives an approving nod. <laughs> Fantastic. Chatwin, you walk into this tavern that you see there's a dude sleeping by the door who uh, you hear as you push open the door, a lock bust open. (laughs) Clearly was not that well taken care of, but (laughs) you hear this one guy who was snoring very heavily just go (gasps) right up to the bar. Looks up at you and these other guys are kind of staring up from their cards and various drinks in disbelief as you walk up to the bar. And this bartender who is a who is a red tiefling with a variety of like baubles uh, decorating their horns, which are uh, curved. Hot. Uh, <laughs> uh, and they have they sort of like push aside their mop of curly hair and just go, I don't believe I've seen your face around here before. I really hope you're going to pay for that door. First of all, Emma, how dare you um, make this random one off NBC super hot? Um, (laughs) uh, Just need to get that out of the way. First of all, how dare you? I'm coming back here when this is all done. I got business to take care of. (laughs) How quickly you've moved on, apparently. I got business to take care of. I'm just going to mark the location of this place. No, I'm talking about, I'm talking about uh, Chatwin's lover, whom apparently you have essentially granted a death sentence to that apparently has been all but forgotten now. Goodness gracious. Oh, that's right. Ooh. It just takes a redhead to get Chatwin riled up, I say. Technically, Ilya was a redhead too, so uh, fuck you. (laughs) So this is this is motivated by grief. Got it. So Chatwin has a type. Okay. <laughs> so Chatwin's got a type. Honestly, Chatwin's type is just all um all gay people are hot. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Fair. Um, just a big dumb lesbian. Anyways, uh, 
But yeah, just kind of mark that in my brain for a second. Uh, first thing I do, I look at this tiefling. First, first thing, that bottle right there. Don't know what it is. I'm going to buy the whole bottle. Second thing, I just need to ask a question. Is there, do you know of anyone who can send messages across long distances and be fucking discreet about it? All right. First question, that bottle mm. grabs the bottle that you mentioned or motioned to. You would recognize it as a very strong top shelf liquor. Five gold for the bottle. Right. Boop. Five gold. Takes the money, slides you the bottle. <laughs> Hell yeah. Second question. Depends on who you're wanting to do business with and how much money you have to spend. I don't have all the money in the world. I definitely have a cost limit, but I can that can be negotiated. It's an important message that needs to be sent. I need to check on the well-being of someone. Um, the message, the, the this distance, distance shouldn't be too far. I just need to send a message to Driani. Driani's not too far. Oi, Talvis, are you all um replenished from yesterday? And you see this this scarred half work kind of turn around in his chair and be like, "Well, you mean the um that bitch who wanted me to converse with her ex-husband back and forth for 40 minutes and use all my spell slots. Yeah. Um Yeah, I've rested enough. What do you need?" And he's looking at you, Chowin. Oh, I thought he was talking to the hot bartender. Uh <laughs> I, I turn, look at the half-orc. I just need you to send a message. Should be uh, one message to um, someone I need to check the welfare of. Maybe two at the max. I can pay for each. I, I just It's it's a very important message. I just need to know if they're all right. All right. I need name, description, message, three gold a message. Great. If I give you, if I double it per message, give you six gold per message... Is anyone else going to hear about me being in here or what message you're sending? If you're giving me double, I won't even remember your name. Perfect. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I'll go over, grab a chair, drag it in front of him, sit myself down. I will first tell him the name. Tell him Doran Andreas, followed by a very great description. Uh, <laughs> excellent description. <laughs> and I will... Before I send the message, can I ask as the player, do I know what languages my grandfather speaks? Elvish and Common, I feel like, are the obvious ones. Does he speak anything else? Your grandfather is a very well-studied man. He speaks at least six languages that you know of. Are any of them Abyssal, Celestial, Deep Speech, Draconic, Halfling, Infernal, or Undercommon? <laughs> uh, he absolutely would speak Celestial and he would speak uh, halfling. Okay. In that case, I will go ahead and send my message. I'm just going to wing this. I'm, I don't know if it's going to be 25 words. Um, but the message um, I will send is, Donovan contacted me. Are you all okay? What's happening? Send a full report, if possible. Respond only in celestial. Okay. He kind of... The half-orc kind of looks at you, furrows his brow, he goes, you know, I don't speak celestial, right? Right, but if you can just mirror your best... Um, could I, uh, just maybe a little bit... I'm trying to see what I have. I, 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 I thought I had a spell that could help this. Hang on. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> Fuck. 
I think I was thinking of a different character that had tech thoughts. <laughs> Damn uh. it. Um, shit. <laughs> Do you have comprehend language? I don't. I don't have that prepared. Okay, well, what languages do you speak? <laughs> I speak Orkish. I speak Thieves' Cant. And, um, do you speak any Halfling? I can speak some Halfling. Oh, Halfling is good. Okay, same message, but instead of speak only in Celestial, say speak only in Halfling. Okay, got it. Perfect. And uh, you see a similar visage. He kind of sits back in the chair, gets himself comfortable, and you see the eyes glaze over uh, with light and his lips move mirror the message that you had spoken and you see his lips kind of quirk upwards in a bit of a smile and he chuckles and he looks at you and as his eyes still glow rather than uh waiting for the for the message to fully dissipate he sort of turns to you and repeats the message as it's being spoken in his head. And he says, Chatwin, I'm fine. We're fine. For all the gods' sakes, this is the second time I've been contacted today. When are you coming home? Oh, damn. So the first guy actually wasn't useless. <laughs> yeah, go figure. Could have shocked us. Of course. <laughs> Okay. Great. And he repeats it in halfling. Yeah. But... I think I slide six gold to the half orc and then get another six gold ready and then send another message um, fully in common. Everything's okay. We'll come back soon. Just wanted to make sure. Stay hidden. Stay safe. We'll update if anything else. The eyes light up. He sends the message and the reply comes through. Don't worry. We will. We can fend for ourselves. May take your boat idea, though. Mm, not a bad idea. <clears throat> okay. I hand the half-orc another six gold for the second message. And then I'm going to stand up, take that bottle of top-shelf liquor I just bought from the hot bartender, open it, and I'm going to drink the entire thing at once without stopping, and then put the bottle down and wait for a few seconds, and then sigh in frustration and go like, Still, still, still nothing. Still nothing. Um, I'm on a quest, by the way, to find a liquor that will get me fucking blasted again. It's hasn't happened for a couple years, and I sort of miss the feeling. So, honestly, I'll be back. So just sort of prepare your coffers. <laughs> they, they stare at you for a moment, almost in disbelief. <laughs> and you hear, as long as you're not going to break my door again... I may have something for you when you come back. I would certainly hope so. And they wink. Mm, give me a reason to come back next time and maybe I'll fix your luck. Oh, there will be plenty of reason. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can walk out! <laughs> hey, now that I know the family's safe, I can, I can, I can, I can be a little slutty. <laughs> Chat when flirting with all the charm. Never thought I'd hear that from Chat. <laughs> Chatwin flirting with all the charm of a porcupine. Oh, <laughs> the charm of a porcupine. I'm dead. I will say that's the one thing Chatwin has over Elon. She, she can fucking drink. <laughs> and not get wasted. 
Yeah, that's that's honestly that's going on Chatwin's bucket list is to get wasted again because she can't so far. I mean, I don't think it can physically happen, but sure as hell gonna try. <laughs> it's gonna be something weird like kombucha that has like that. You know what oh, I yeah. mean? That has like uh, some type of yeast or something. I gotta look for those weird ingredients. Yeah, Fay moonshine. Oh nope, we're good. We're good. We're not. Mm-mm. We're staying away from that. <laughs> Oh no, we are not. We're we're going diving head in. Anyways, um, <laughs> I got one for you—an elixir of greater healing. That would fuck you up. Honestly, <laughs> as undead, that w- that would be fun, very funny. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, as I walk to the door, I'm just gonna kind of—I almost introduce myself as my as my real name, but like, kind of take pause for a second and go like, "Wait, fuck." Uh, <laughs> go. I'm Aegis, by the way. Who's this hot bartender? <laughs> they nod and go, you can call me Tipsy. Mm. <laughs> yeah, okay. I walk out. <laughs> Hold on. I have to write a note. I have to write a note. <laughs> I have to write something down. And they never heard from Tipsy again. Chatwin's note. Bang Tipsy. Uh, Chatwin should be like, can I call you Glass? Because I'd like to take a tall drink of you. <laughs> So many bartender puns. Chatwin has her priorities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, to be fair, when talking with Ilya for the first time after like five years, she said, hey, I was in love with you when we were younger. I don't know how I feel now because you remind me of a time when everything was so fucking different. So I don't know if I have the capacity to love you again. So it's not like she's just like hoeing around. <laughs> No, listen, you had your chance. Give us rest and breathing room, okay? <laughs> Chatwin is doing all the hoeing around for this party. Though. Yeah, Rubo's gone. Someone's <laughs> got to do it. To be fair, also, whenever <laughs> Emma was introducing this tiefling, I don't remember her saying if it was male or female, and I still hopped on board. Fucking hot-ass non-binary bartender tiefling. Fuck yeah, dog. I think Gay Lodge is gonna be like, "Oh, you're you don't look normal. Can I draw you?" <laughs> Proceeds to paint the French girls. <laughs> paint me like one of your <laughs> Creath girls. <laughs> like one of your Creath girls. No, no, we don't touch those ones. No, we don't touch those. Ones. <laughs> <laughs> we don't touch those ones. No. You don't want to be a Creath no. girl. No, you do not. <laughs> be an Angelisle girl. <laughs> Honestly, I imagine Andrew girls are just like spring baker- breakers 24-7. Oh, so when they're not trying to overthrow the government, they're on spring break, baby. Spring break! <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'll walk out, um, go back up to Carowen, and just kind of go, <sighs> we're okay, it's all fine. Donovan was just being a fucking slug like he normally is. It's definitely not a good thing that something else has caught his interest but honestly I'm going to take my wins where I can. He's leaving me and my family alone for now so I'll take it like I said. Well that's wonderful. They were such kind people I'd hate for anything bad to befall them. Besides I'll never be able to beat your grandfather if something happens to him. Mm, Yeah yeah, that's true. 
So, do we reconvene with everyone elsewhere, or what, what do you want to do now? We did not decide where we were going to meet after the messages were sent, so I think we're just going to have to wander the fuck around until we find them. Ooh, lovely. I do love exploring. Hop on! Okay, great. Uh, I climb on, and as we're kind of, like, walking away, like, I imagine, like, you know, <laughs> we're walking away and everything, just chatting. <laughs> Tyler, you dick. Uh, <laughs> just Chatwin kind of just like casually says, like as the scene is ending. Hey, by the way, I I know we're like staying at another place here in Sea Reach, but uh, I might um I might relocate for at least one night. Uh, I think I want to come back for, to this tavern. <laughs> oh, did you have fun? Oh yeah. Wonderful. Maybe I'll come and see what was so enticing about it. Though, I don't think they'd be able to accommodate my size. It's, that's true. Um, I don't think they could. I think, I mean, I think they can certainly accommodate me and just, um, you know, we'll have to see. We'll see. We'll see. <clears throat> now that the crisis is averted, my mind is just on um, a couple of other things. <laughs> okay, what are those things? Well, to be honest, two things in particular. <laughs> thing one, thing two. Yep. How intriguing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I guess you can tell me about them if you want while we explore. And <clears throat> if we don't find our companions, then I suppose most of us will meet back where we were before. I guess we'll figure out what your plans are as we progress. Right. I think the plan was really just to talk to the um, shithead that Damien is associated with now. Besides that, I don't know what other business we have here in Sea Reach. So yeah, probably a good idea. Let's head back to the inn where we stayed um, previous nights. And I'll, we'll keep an eye out for them on the way. I was going to tell you, Emma, really quick, that the it, that it is a very good possibility that Aelan and Damien went straight back to the inn because that makes the most sense. We gather our shit. We're ready to go. Fantastic. So at that point, Chatwin and Carolyn, you would definitely make your way there first. You're closer. But Damien and Elon, you would make it back to the inn uh, and you would find Carolyn in the in the stables. And Chatwin, I'm not sure if you would be packing up your room or what the plan would be. <laughs> I'm packing up, but I'm not telling anyone why. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Just like, I have to go, guys. There's something I gotta go take care of. I got to get laid right now. <laughs> guys, guys, let me tell ya. It's been like five years. <laughs> I mean, did you not sleep with the girl that you were leading on the entire month? That I mean... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Even when manipulating people, Chatwin does not get any. I <laughs> no, I think because Chatwin's not she's she was being shitty to that girl, but probably not that shitty. Fair. I was gonna psychologically torment her by gaslighting her for a while, but I think that's as far as that would go. What's better than sex? Emotional manipulation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so you guys would see Carolyn back in the barn uh, as you walked up to the to the inn. Elon's going to come up and kind of looking defeated and it's like, tell me you guys had better luck than we did. From what Chatwin indicated, 
I guess she's packing up. Her family is safe. Uh, I don't know the full details, <sighs> but when she came back out of her little adventure, she indicated that they are safe and sound and secure and that we can breathe a sigh of relief. That is good. Okay. Oh, and if she didn't already mention, she plan- she might possibly relocate. She may have already told you. As I am outside here, I'm not sure who has seen who at this point, but this little hole in the wall somewhere, I did not catch the name, but I know where it is if you need to know. Is she, she's going there? Yes, she said she might. She seemed very enthusiastic about it. It was odd, but interesting. You're such an interesting group of people. Now I know why Aliana liked you guys so much. Oh, Elon's going to give Damien a side eye, but Elon is um dumb, so he's going to be kind of confused. And he's going to go, well, I'm going to go pack up. I'll ask her if I see her. Sounds good, my friend. I'm going to lay here in the hay and relax. You do that, buddy. And Elon will go inside the end and pack up, as said. All right. And as you're walking in, Chatwin... Uh, you would probably be finishing packing up as you hear footsteps coming up the stairs. Okay, great. Um, I think I'm walking. Tell me to my face. <laughs> Tell me. I think I'm walking. <laughs> Do it. I think I'm walking out of my room. I have my bag over my shoulder, and I'm like, I'm like completely blank faced, but I'm like weirdly in a rush, but like completely neutral in the face. Hey, so. Hey. Carolyn told me that everything seems good. Mm-hmm. You got in contact. Are we okay? Uh, yeah, it sounds like um, whatever message you all sent got to him as well. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh. So he got a couple messages. He said everything is okay. Um, everyone's fine. He said he's probably going to use my boat idea. So, which honestly, I don't mind. Okay. It's definitely worrying that something else has caught Donovan's attention and that he's not going to pursue us anymore. But like I was telling Carowin, we got to take our wins where we can. So, Okay, I'm going to back up. And uh, Elon proceeds to go towards his door and then stops and goes, Oh, and, and Carowin mentioned a hole in the wall place mm-hmm. that you need to go to. Yeah, we're staying one more night, right? Why? Um, we're not leaving right away. I didn't go to the temple to find someone who could send a message. I figured I wanted to go to someone who was maybe a bit of a criminal, so maybe they wouldn't talk about the message that was sent. Um, so I found this tavern, had a riveting conversation with the bartender there. Um, conclusion is, I need to go back there. Um, I need to test. What, with the criminals? Yeah, I, um, I need to test the limits of my body. You know how I can't get drunk? Yeah. I want to try to do that. Is Damien is Damien here? By the way, let's say he's walking in. Okay, and Damien's just gonna like be walking by and be like, "Hey, Chatwin, we didn't have much luck. Um, why do you look like a giddy schoolgirl about to go on a date?" I have to try and go get drunk for the first time in a couple of years, and there's something else that I have to do with my mouth. <laughs> what do you have to do with your mouth? Nothing. Oh, Elon, um, <laughs> a- come come on, let's go this way. <laughs> Don't, don't worry about it. That's, um, yeah. <laughs> Would you like to find out? I'm pretty sure there's a brothel somewhere. No. I walk to the top of the stairs, pause, turn around. Elon, I'm going to try to fuck someone tonight. Elon <laughs> just turns bright red across. <laughs> the 
only thing not red is the tip of his ears. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 okay. Look, I have a weird, I have a weird thing about my hands touching things. Just, just because, just because of all of it. That's enough. He goes into his room. The rest of my body. <laughs> it's the last thing you need. The last thing you hear. <laughs> the door shuts at that. <laughs> God. <laughs> this is how this is how Chatwood scares off to competition. <laughs> and this is what happens when all of us are in a very weird spot for an episode. <laughs> it just turns horny uh, apparently. Man. Anyways, Damien, I'll tell you what happens. Alright, so if if you're if you're gonna go spend some time with criminals, at least, you know, take a knife with you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Of course. I and then I have I have knives and the claws that we Your made. Claws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also the ability to just like set things on fire. So it'll probably be okay. It'll be fine. Besides, it's honestly that might actually help me being able to uh, generate heat. And I don't think it's gonna hurt because last I heard, tieflings are pretty fireproof. Anyways, bye. <laughs> Damien, you have no idea what a tiefling is, but... Yeah, he's going to look at Elon and be like, what the fuck is a tiefling? Elon is, like, still on the other side and just like, I don't know what tieflings are, leave me alone. Damien is going to attempt to find out what a tiefling is. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, um, yeah, that's where Chatwin's going. I don't know about the rest of you. That's that's what I plan on doing. I mean, Carowin's downstairs. He's just a hop, skipping, and jumping away. I high-five Carowin on the way out for no reason. It's like... (laughs) Oh, <laughs> Elon is going to pack up very fast. Um, I would like to say I'm going with Damien because, it, like, there will be the thing of of like, okay, well, w- what exactly is a tiefling? Yeah, okay. So, are they coming out to ask like Carowin or something? Yeah, I was about to say, where are you going to look? Damien would be going out to ask Carowin. Okay. First, he's going to go out to Carowin and see if he knows, and then be like, let's go try to find a bar that you can drink at. Like, try to get an outdoor bar that Carowin can drink at. Oh, wonderful. We're going out for a night. Fantastic. Sure. Hold on one moment. Yeah, Chatwin can't be the only one having fun. Oh, she's going to have fun. I thought she was just going to... Well, I guess a bar is a place to have fun. So, okay. And he's just going to kind of lumber up and kind of, like, dust himself off. Like, shake his lower half. And Hayes is going to kind of floof around and... Uh, he'll dust off his front part and um, he'll be like, do I need to dress up or anything? I'm not too familiar with what is or is not appropriate dress. So far, no one has been running around screaming, which is good, I think. I don't know. Uh, I've never been to a bar where they make you dress up. Okay, but I'm literally not wearing a shirt. So uh, give me one moment. And he's going to kind of rummage around in his bag and he's like, no, no. Ah! And he'll just kind of pull out a plain kind of wrap of some kind that will uh, he'll go over his shoulders and kind of wrap around in the front kind of this like V for his chest area and then kind of wrap around the waist part and like tie and fasten in the back. And it has a little bit of a, a shimmer to it, but it's not overly fancy or anything like that. Just kind of what might be considered day-ish clothes in the Fey realm. So, well, yeah, like something that could be worn all day long, not like specific evening wear or anything like that. Mind you, he wouldn't have really packed that anyway. So it's not like he would have been super prepared for anything fancy. 
per se, but he just kind of puts that on and says, hopefully this will be good. Elon looks to Damien after the whole, like, never been to something fancy, and Elon's just going to be like, you're not missing much, believe me. Fancy is not always better. I would agree. I'm not a very fancy person. You know, we could all just skip Kreev together, you know? Let's just all do that. Oh, sadly, we've been requested to go to that vicinity, at least. And I get the sneaking suspicion that we're probably going to have to go to your your little fancy place. Oh, God, you guys are not going to like it. Okay. Eh, both of you broken teeth can't fix. Well, let's um, go have fun, shall we? Yes, fun. I'm ready. Lead the way. Damien is going to attempt to find it like an outdoor bar and get everybody drunk. Can I just invite them all to come with me to this pretty cool bar I found and just tell them at the end of the night, don't follow me? Would Chatwin double back to do this? Or would she have already left? Yeah, sure. Okay. Sure. Let's do that. Just just so we can all have fun as a party together. And then Chatwin ends on a high note. <laughs> so Chatwin, as you see everyone kind of um, preparing to have their own fun, you sort of take a pause, circle back. And invite everyone to come with you. And with with that, rather than finding your outdoor bar, Damien, the party makes their way back up to the... A little closer to the northern side of town. And to this hole-in-the-wall bar that you honestly don't even think is a bar until Chatwin bursts open the door again. And you are met with some... Very, very alarmed faces who then roll their eyes and then return to their drinks <laughs> and their cards and whatnot. And you see this gorgeous red tiefling behind the bar. Elon immediately blushes. <laughs> Carowin kind of pokes Elon. That's a tiefling. You wanted to know. That's it. They're like a uh, mix of things. Uh, One hell of a tiefling at that, too. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Damien is going to, like, snicker and under his breath say, so that's what gets you horny. (laughs) Hold on. Wait. Can I... I Can I hear this? What's your passive perception? Oh, God. What is my passive perception? Oh, oh, 17. Okay. Then, yes, you would hear this. Oh, in that case... In that case... Uh, Karen would kind of lean in and I guess people are just used to some weird stuff because you see like half of a body leaning in because I think we're still at the entrance like half of a body leaning in in an awkward position where it's like wait where's the rest of this body I guess they're okay with it or they haven't noticed or they're too drunk off their asses to notice but he'll kind of like place himself between uh, Damien and Elon and say oh are we having an orgy? Those are very common in the Fey Realm, but I didn't think that those here would be having that kind of fun so frequently. I mean, I don't really know any of you very well, but at the same time, whatever. I'm ready to go whenever. Just let me know. Carolyn, Carolyn, I can appreciate the sentiment. I super do not swing onto that side of the fence, but the sentiment is appreciated. Your, your enthusiasm is also appreciated. Wait. Why are you why are you doing things with fences? Well, I suppose the Fae do some things that you might consider strange as well, but I am not one to judge. Okay. 
Anyways, let's go get drinks. <laughs> How quiet are you being, Carolyn? <laughs> oh, he's not being quiet at all. He is like belting this out. <laughs> you guys get some very strange looks as you walk inside, especially from Tipsy. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, to, to fix the mood, Damien is just going to be like, oh, shit. Uh, drinks on me, bartender. Well, at least someone knows how to pay for their problems. <laughs> First thing I did when I saw you was buy top shelf liquor. But did you pay for the lock that you broke? Mm, we'll see. Or did you buy drinks for everyone else? <laughs> Carolyn's going to pick up the door <laughs> that she busted. Uh, Damien's going to look at him and be like, I can fix your door, by the way. Oh, would you? Yeah, no problem. That would be nice, since we're really not supposed to be here. Sure. Like I said, round of drinks for everyone on me. Some, At least some decent stuff. Very well. And with that, they'll start pulling pulling glasses and setting them down. And you watch as people start to get up as uh, they start pouring a mid-shelf wine for everyone. I am approaching the bar. I'm just leaning across the bar, talking to the bartender. I actually have a bit of a proposition to hopefully bring in some money and help me achieve my goal of actually getting wasted. Hmm? Oh. So everyone in the bar has one chance to give me a drink. And if it gets me blasted, I give them 50 gold. But they have to buy the drink from you. Hmm. I like this plan. And hopefully we can find something that'll get you wasted. I mean, I think I might find something that'll work for me tonight. We'll see how things go. Hopefully you're not too blasted by the end. I doubt it. <laughs> and uh, with that, they'll turn around and uh, finish pouring the wine uh, as people start coming up to take their drinks. Oh, by the way, it's up to you to announce that contest. Mm, okay. I don't do any shouting around here. <laughs> Damien goes, want me to do it? I can do it. I'm plenty loud. All right. You also have a reputation for kicking doors open. Apparently I do. Honestly, I don't kick doors open that often. It was a moment of distress. I feel like I have to clarify that. And, you know, I am going to be polite and pay for it. But I'm going to I'm gonna be a bitch about it for a bit. I'm just going to fix it. <laughs> He's going to walk over to the door and use mending on the door. Fantastic. But yeah, I just announce the contest to the bar and tell everyone, buy me a drink. It can be in a price range of your choice, so it can be dirt cheap or super expensive. If your drink gets me even a little tipsy, I will give you 50 gold. All right. And as you say this, there are a few, uh, there's a table of gentlemen in the back and two ladies playing poker who place down their cards for a moment and they sidle up to the bar and each of them pick you out a drink the gentlemen don't get very far they they pick dirt cheap bottom shelf stuff and it does nothing for you knock back knock back boop boop oh i'm sorry was that it and they all kind of look at each other shake their heads return to their cards the women kind of pause hmm. And the one goes, so what have you tried? Let's see. Um, the very last thing that I remember getting me drunk 
I had about three quarters of a bottle of this really shit awful whiskey that I stole from my grandfather's cabinet. That was the very last thing that did it for me. Since then, I've tried not too much. I've been, you know, out of town for a couple of years. Uh, but since I've returned, I've tried a few things. Most recently, um, what was that bottle I bought from you, my dear? And Tipsy turns and uh, goes, that was... You see them kind of look up at the top shelf to see what's missing. That was actually my last bottle of... That was my last bottle of Northern Red Wine. Now I have to send a ship up to the Frosted Lands to get another one. Well, it wasn't bad stuff, I'll give you that. So yes, that was the last thing I drank. And I did, I feel I have to add a disclaimer, I did drink it all in one go without taking a breath. Chugged the whole bottle, nothing. That's that's some pretty strong stuff. Um, hmm. She looks at Tipsy and goes, Can you make a, bi- a viper's kiss for something stronger? And Tipsy pauses, thinking, grabs a top-shelf bottle of clear liquor and goes... Let me see what I can do. And you see them expertly mix together this this drink that at first stays completely clear despite the ingredients and flavorings uh, they appear to be adding to it. And then uh, at the very end, they sort of, they add this drop of another drink that permeates the liquid Uh, And turns it a bright, slowly turns it a bright green. And they slide it over to you. Enjoy. I take it and slowly raise it up to my mouth. Take a look down at it and then look back at Tipsy. Just so you know. Poison doesn't really affect me either. So I'm hoping that's what's in there just to give it a bit of a kick. Oh, I'm not going to poison my patrons, but... Too bad. Uh, (laughs) Drink it. <laughs> All right, I'm trying to think. By this point, you've had enough. I've had so much alcohol. <laughs> you've had enough alcohol to probably kill two full-grown men. <laughs> I've had so much alcohol. <laughs> Make me a Constitution saving throw, please. Damn! Hell yeah! I finally got to the point where I have to make a con save. Honestly, it took this much. <laughs> it took quite a bit. Unfortunately, I'm real good at con saves. Question. Is getting super blasted, does that count as being poisoned or diseased or anything like that? (laughs) Would that count? I mean, technically alcohol is a poison. Just because if if that is true, then I technically have advantage. (laughs) Okay, go ahead and roll with advantage. Fuck yeah, Yeah, y'all. Ain't nobody getting my money tonight. (laughs) This is so fucking stupid. Um... Okay. Oh, shit. Thank God for that advantage, I have to say, because the lower one was a three. (laughs) But yeah, that is going to be 16 plus six uh, for 22 total. Okay. Yeah, you start to feel like a little bit of something, but then you realize it's just gas. Ah. (laughs) Yeah, I found the drink. Set it down, pause for a second. Really excited, but just kind of (coughs) go. Yeah. Ooh. Alright, that one was good. That one was good. Not bad. I will give you that. Unfortunately, I say looking at my hands. Unfortunately, I think we're still alright. The girl kind of frowns. And her friend who's standing next to her goes, This is a conundrum. 
and you can check, honestly, if I'm not casting any spells, there's no magic on me right now that's keeping me sober. So if anyone needs to check, feel free to. Hmm. Proceeds to get frisked by two girls. <laughs> what, you thought that wasn't my plan? No. <laughs> the... The one girl who said that days where she is, but the girl who's who just lost out on her money starts like patting you down, trying to make sure that you've got nowhere that you're hiding the alcohol. I'll just shrug off my coat, like my outer coat. Here, Elon. Here, take this. I'm not your doorman. Pretty beats. God, I hate you. <laughs> Chatwin flutters her eyelashes. Elon hasn't gotten drunk this entire time. He's been drawing, honestly, because there's a, a few races I haven't seen in here. So it's just like, God, I'm the only one not having fun at this point. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, technically, Carowin hasn't even come inside. <laughs> Why are you still sticking in through the door? Well, he is. He was patiently trying to wait to see if he was going to be like, excuse me, can anyone tell me if there's enough space for me to come in? Damien was going to check them. I'm just letting Chatwin do her part. Oh, no, yeah, y'all, it's probably gonna go on all night, so y'all do your thing. <laughs> yeah. Da- Damien would have asked if um his centaur friend could have come in. Tipsy would have leaned over the bar and been like, don't worry, we have a high ceiling. Though, question, would they even know what a centaur is? No. Okay. They They wouldn't, but they would just assume that you're really tall. Okay, got it. And Damien's like, all right, uh, Carolyn, come on in. Okay, so Carolyn is going to, uh, I guess it will look like he'll have his body, and then the other half of him is just kind of kind of swerve on over, and then he'll just kind of make his way in, and then just whoop, rise up to his more full height in the kind of like right in the doorway area, and he'll like um, this his tail will be swishing around as he kind of tries to navigate the space. How crowded is the space? Um, it's not ridiculously crowded. So this looks like it's a very exclusive bar just due to the fact that not a lot of people really know it's a bar. <laughs> okay. So there's not really people coming in and out. At least, not that you're really noticing. You do every so often turn and find one more person standing in the space than you had seen prior to without having noticed the door open. But as far as people, it's not super crowded. There is only about a foot and a half of space between your head and the ceiling. Okay, gotcha. The high ceilings weren't as high as you'd hoped. Right. So I'll be kind of like, I'll be kind of like ducking or weaving if I have to, like between any light fixtures that might be around and kind of like make my way over to. So Damien is fixing the door. I guess I'll see Elon being used as a glorified coat rack. Uh, and sitting at a table drawing. That's it. Mm-hmm. So actually, I'm going to go over to Elon. I'm going to like clip, clop, clip, clop on over there, making my way past people saying, oh, excuse me. Sorry, pardon me. And uh, kind of go over, um, make my way over to the side and kind of crane my upper half over behind Elon to see what he's drawing. Honestly, you're going to see the tiefling, the half-orc, and if there's any other races I haven't really seen in here, I might just be drawing a little bit of everybody because this is a very roguelike place. So, mm-hmm. And uh, there's a very diverse group in here. Uh, I think the only other thing that you would probably see in here that you've never really seen before is 
you would find a group of tritons sitting in the far corner. I have Titans already in my book, but the drawing I have is a head of one. So that's right. You have seen them. I get a full body. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So I get a full body live one at least. So um, I'm just being a creeper and watch- looking at people occasionally. And it's like, take a seat if you want, Carolyn, if you can. I don't know how that works. Hmm. And he'll kind of uh, navigate over and he'll kind of position himself where it, I guess Elon is close enough to Chatwin to be able to, I guess, take the coat and everything. And he'll say, certainly. Do you want a beverage? Not unless you're going to baby me all night. Okay. Anything non-alcoholic then, I suppose? Sure. If you're treating me. I'm fine either way, Carolyn. I'm used to this, kind of. Sure. One moment. And he'll kind of wander over to the bar where... Uh, Chatwin is having her her little contest and I guess befuddling or uh, I guess he's going to watch her being pat down and he'll raise an eyebrow and he'll just kind of like, okay, they're doing their thing. And I will say, like, okay, then I'll be speaking to Tipsy saying, excuse me, do you have anything non-alcoholic for my friend over there? And Tipsy kind of looks at you and goes, well, sure, I can, I can make up something. Is there anything he's looking for? He was very nondescript. So, now as for myself, um, I see you have a number of bottles and things. Would it be okay if I, I don't want to say ask for a sample, but be able to kind of look at them and make a suggestion for my own concoction? I can pull a few things. Um, I definitely know the tastes because I've tasted tasted everything up there. So if there's something as far as flavor notes you're looking for, or um, I don't know, a specific fun take on something. Because here's my idea. Carolyn is going to try and replicate something. The idea was to try and replicate something from the Fey Wilds. So, and uh, I'm sorry if I should know this, but as you know, I am not the most experienced (laughs) player to know what works and what doesn't. But I was thinking I could either do a medicine or nature check to to either see kind of like have an idea of, okay, what's in this or have an idea based off of maybe the smells or properties or characteristics so that I could make suggestions about, okay, add this, add this, a certain amount of this and kind of make something not like alchemical, but more based off of knowledge of say plants and things that would go into making alcohol okay yeah i'll allow a nature check for that okay so i'm hoping okay what's my (laughs) all right well here's hoping that the nature check will do something um it's not as high as medicine so we'll see all right let's see alcohol is definitely not medicine (laughs) right so 20 well one could make an argument that even poison in the right dose can be considered medicine but 21 21 yeah you would be able to uh, it would take a little convincing but you would get tipsy to ultimately let you smell what's in some of the bottles and yeah you would be able to talk them through combining a multitude of different liquors and base drinks to get the perfect sort of flowery cocktail straight out of the Feywild, though a little bit more improvised because a lot of these drinks, though with similar notes to a lot of the things that you would find in the Feywild, definitely are not of the same quality. Can I request that she makes two of those? And they would. 
Okay. So I will take one and I will kind of, before I make my way, because I know she's been busy with that, before she makes the other drink for the non-alcoholic beverage for Elon, I will wander over to Chatwin and I will kind of hand out one of the beverages. And I'll say, here, try this. I look over to Carowin, take the drink, and go, all right, is this some Faye thing that's going to knock me on my ass? Well, it's not exactly what we have in the Fey Wilds, as I'm sure you are well aware. But it was the closest thing I could think of that reminds me a bit of home and can give you a taste of the maybe wild part of the Feywilds. All right. I can't guarantee it's going to knock you on your rear, but who knows? It might just be a nice tasting drink for you. But we'll see. Yeah. Win either way. I doubt it. Bottoms up. And Carowin will have a drink. Con saves both of you. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have to do one, too? Oh, no. I, I'm so glad I've reached the point where I'm finally making con saves for drinking. Nat 20. That's going to be another 22 for me. Yeah, so uh, you both down the entire thing. Carolyn, you've had quite a few of these in your day. Uh, this does not affect you one bit. You're going to have to do a lot more drinking in order to get anywhere uh, with any of these tonight. Chatwin... You're really not feeling anything yet. And at this point, you're kind of like, I wonder if I ever will. <laughs> I'm a bit sad for half a sec. But then I just kind of go, wait, no, fuck that. And I put the glass down. Yeah, I honestly, I'm, I don't know if it's possible. We have to find something that's strong enough to wake up the blood in my body, you know? Hmm, I see. I'll have to keep thinking then. We might have to go, I'll talk to the people here and see what we might be able to concoct otherwise. But in the interim, we'll see what we can find. Hey, what do you think would happen if we just mixed a shot of everything in the bar into one glass and I just drank that? Ooh, <laughs> that sounds fun. Honestly, in the name of science, I should do that. In the name of science, of course. In the name of science, yes. What is science? Tipsy! <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> Carolyn's just excitedly like, D yeah, 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 yeah. Tipsy looks up. Did it work? Not so far, no. Um, I have another thought. Of course, you name the price. Of course, I want to be fair to you. If you could just take a big pint glass and just put a shot of every liquor you have in the bar in it, and I'll just drink that. <laughs> they give you a look for a second. You realize it's nearly impossible to make all those liquors taste good, right? Yeah, probably not. But mostly, I just want to see what happens at this point. Well, it's going to be an expensive choice. Right. As they start pulling bottles from the back wall. They've got a decently extensive collection. They're going to look at both of you. That's going to be about eight gold for your liquor bomb. All right. I'll count out eight gold and I'll throw in two extra and just slide her ten gold. You can keep the change for yourself. And they nod. Go ahead. And is Carowin partaking as well? You know what? <laughs> Why not? He'll, t he'll give it a shot too. Okay. So we'll mix it all together in one glass and then separate it into two glasses. And me and Carowin are just going to die together, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, beforehand, it, he does give Elon his non-alcoholic beverage, sets it on the table, and comes back. Oh, yay. Apple juice. <laughs> Apple teeny. Hold the teeny. 
It is actually a pretty nice looking mocktail. Elon, you would think you were drinking something alcoholic except for, yeah. I don't, I don't, like, Elon at this point is just like, eh, fuck it. But at that point, yeah, Tipsy finishes pouring this nightmare potion and pushes it to the two of you. I need con saves. These are strong enough that, uh, Carolyn, you are going to be rolling it with disadvantage. Uh, Chatwin, your advantage is going to flatten out and you're going to make a flat d20 roll. That's fair. <laughs> Please roll a one. Oh, uh, I don't know. Let's see. Let's see what I roll. I I have been rolling. The only reason I've been succeeding in these con saves is because I had advantage. I will tell you that. The lower has always been pretty bad. So... Oh, well. Oh, well. Five. <laughs> oh, boy. 13 plus six, uh, six. 19 total. So still not too bad. <laughs> still not bad, but chat when you are finally feeling something. You feel the slightest buzz. Wait, I think it worked. I think it worked. Our science experiment was a success. How are you doing, Carolyn? <laughs> Heroin, you are wasted. <laughs> okay. Oh, what kind of drunk is Carowin going to be? That is the question. <laughs> Unconscious drooling on the bar. <laughs> ah, maybe chaotic drunk. His his drunkenness changes every time. <laughs> uh, uh, so okay, and in this instance. Carowin is he's smashed because that was that was a lot and mind you this is 850 some odd pounds of a horseman that has now been taken out by this death's kiss of alcohol basically <laughs> so how this will kind of look is that he'll take the drink and he'll set it down and at first he's going to seem like you know, he's he's fine while Chatwin's like, oh, oh, hold on. And as soon as she turns to say, you know, Carolyn, how are you doing? All you see is this centaur go down. <laughs> and with kind of an earth shattering thud, he just falls flat <laughs> onto his side. He's and he's like why the room spitting? <laughs> I look over, see Carowin land on the ground, um, and look back towards Tipsy. So I just visibly outdrank this 850-pound centaur. Do they look impressed? <laughs> Everyone else in the bar is kind of slack-jawed. Tipsy is kind of nodding, looks over the bar at Carowin. I told you that would be a bad time. Yeah, but hey, I mean, he I think he deserves this. I think he deserves this, honestly. He's 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 an all right guy. I think he deserves for for this to happen. This seems like a good thing. Avon is just sitting there sipping his apple juice and just like, do I have to pick that up? No, we can take care of him. Don't worry, you know. Like like I said, I'm not I'm not going to be an asshole about it, Tipsy, you know. I, I'm going to be a bitch about it for maybe a little bit, just for fun. But, you know, I'm going to take care of you by the end of the night. It's okay. As long as he's not laying on my floor by the time I close. Yep, we'll take care of it. No, nah, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll take care of him. Thank you. 
at this point, he's kind of like rolled onto, that's kind of maybe slightly uncomfortable because his upper half will be, his horse back will be on its back. And so then his front half will be also straight, which is like him being bent fully, kind of like if you think horse body, upper body is now kind of planking Mm. backwards. (laughs) That just sounds painful. Oh, yep. His, his feet are up and everything, which is really awkward. And he's just taking up an awkward amount of space while he's just kind of like mumbling nonsense and gibberish. I just imagine a stallion rolling in a field and that's kind of what I that get. That's what I'm picturing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just kind of settle back in my seats. Well, now we know what it takes to get me just slightly buzzed. With that out of the way, tell me about yourself. <laughs> and that's how I spend the rest of my night. <laughs> Fantastic. And Tipsy, as they're pouring drinks and answering people's questions, would just be constantly like leaning back to you and talking throughout the night. And at some point, you would be able to go off into an upstairs room and have some fun. Yes! All right, campaign over. I'm good. Roll a performance check. (laughs) Just for fun. Uh, not a nat 20, but a dirty 20. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. Um. Roll a performance check. Roll, no, even worse. Roll acrobatics and performance. <laughs> and then a constitution saving throw. <laughs> you, you two have a pretty damn good time. <laughs> uh, campaign over. I'm good, guys. I'm like me fully. I'm going to leave. I'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> all, of, all of those things. Chatwell likes it rough. Dang. <laughs> this episode took a much different turn than I expected it to. <laughs> Indeed. Damien, what have you been doing with your night as everyone's been getting up to their shenanigans? Damien's going to eventually bring a drink to Elon. <laughs> Are you babysitting me? Yup. Um, Elon drinks. All right. Can't save Elon? Oh, boy. Do, do, do. Elon, net one. Damien's also going to drink, so I'll go ahead and roll his con save, but pretty good at this stuff. I rolled a six. I have a plus six. It's a 12. I got a 23. <laughs> okay. Damien, you're fine. Elon, you don't get wasted, but you're you're pretty drunk by the time. Then Damien's going to do arm wrestling. If, if that's what you do to keep, I guess, the babysit, like, that would be fine. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We do arm wrestling with people and just chat with these (laughs) shady motherfuckers. All right. Both of you give me strength checks real quick just to see who. Ooh. Uh, 21. 17. Elon, surprisingly enough, even though he is not as sober as Damien, ends up winning more arm wrestling matches than Damien. Oh, yeah. Puts his arm down and just, yeah, who's next? (laughs) There's a few others that come up and you actually start a decent line of arm wrestling on the bar. And then as Carowind's just chilling out on the floor, existing (laughs) after his terrible decision making. I believe that's where we're going to end our session for this evening, (laughs) everyone. I figured Chatwin would go up to the room to have fun and Damien would eventually help. (laughs) <laughs> have Elon help him a bit to get Carowin back to back to a place to sleep. Elon's like pointing at the half organs like you haven't challenged me yet. Carowin <laughs> <laughs> Kara, 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 K
<laughs> Winnie's softly. Oh my god. Avon tries to go pick Carowin up. <laughs> oh no. Hold on, wait, wait, can I just roll a d20? Strength save. Strength save. Yeah? That would be a strength save, probably, yeah. Okay, hold on, let's see what it is. Hi, hi, hi. <gasps> No, 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 no. Okay, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I'm actually not joking. I'm not. It's a natural Of course, that's when you roll the mat 20. Hercules. That drunk strength. Yeah, that drunk strength. <laughs> you actually are able to, out of nowhere, Damien, you watch this drunken half elf pick up the centaur oh, um, and lift him. To his feet. Yeah, just Elon. Elon just goes lift off your knees. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you all so much for listening to our crazy shenanigans tonight. (laughs) Y'all brought big Carowin energy this this round, I guess. Indeed, it's been a long time since you guys have kind of had like a a drinking episode. So we needed a fuck around episode. Exactly. And they definitely got one. But uh, thank you all so much for listening to our shenanigans. Uh, If you enjoyed, please be sure to subscribe for more updates and to listen to the next iteration of our craziness. And also be sure to follow us on social media. We are Chronicles of Kriath Pod, all one word, all lowercase, on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We also have a podcast network that we work with called Tabletop Tailspinners. If you want to find some other shows, which will be coming out. So keep an eye out for some fun stuff there. But if you want to support us further and help us make more fun shows like this, we do have a Ko-Fi page that is linked in this podcast. So anything helps and we greatly appreciate it. But for now, thank you all so much for listening. And we will see you next time for more Crazy Kriath shenanigans. Bye! Bye. Ciao for now. Bye-bye. Your girl got some! <laughs>